0: Welcome to Nourishing the Feminine Soul with Pamela Wasabi. Take a deep breath and open up to the possibilities of what your life has to offer. Pamela and her guests will show you how you can take charge of your life by embracing the values of the wild woman. Exhale. Learn to trust yourself again. Embrace your infinite power of intuition and love yourself crazy. Now, here's your host, Pamela Wasabi. Good
1: morning. Today's poem is called Love is a Moment of Clarity, from the book Woman of the Moon. A moment of clarity, when you feel like life makes sense. It's like feeling your spirit has weight over your body, just like air lifts a gas balloon into the sky. A moment of clarity is knowing your every breath makes a difference. It's feeling the unachievable can be conquered by the nights of your soul. A moment of clarity can be found in the steam arising from a couple in love, in watching an Olympic athlete spin on ice like a hypnotizing force. A moment of clarity is a runner's high. A moment of clarity is understanding your purpose. It's the force that propels your creativity to find solutions, to find shiny needles in a stack of dull hay. A moment of clarity is blinding light. It's to see with your peripheral vision. It's to see with your hands and your skin and your senses and your guts and your heart. A moment of clarity is inspiration, which can only be felt when you believe what you see is the manifestation of your dreams. A moment of clarity is the sign you've been waiting for. A moment of clarity is when you believe you can, and if you do, you will flow through life like the shaking hips of a Lebanese belly dancer. Mm. Good morning, Miami and the world. My name is Pamela Wasabi, and I am your host to the show, Nourishing the Feminine Soul. This show is an invitation to understand relationships with yourself, with others, with the body, with food, from the archetype of the wild woman. I hope that from our conversations, you can gather insights to unveil the power of your divine feminine. And today we're going to be talking about that superpower, that divine feminine attribute that we all have access to. My show airs every Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. I also want to invite you to catch the show and the recordings on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, just take a pic of your favorite podcast service and listen to the show and listen again to past episodes. And you'll see that every time that you listen to them, something else is going to awaken within you. My dear friends, today we have a super cool show. We're going to talk about magic, mysticism, and human superpowers. Uh, probably the most incredible tool that we will have access to is that superpower called intuition. It's a tool so powerful that it can heal. It can strengthen and it can hone your best qualities, and it can also help you discern and deviate you from oppressing forces, from evil, from maybe uh, debilitating roads. Intuition is a superpower without a doubt. It's your best friend. It can be your cheerleader. And as I best like to call it, it's your wild woman. One cannot talk about happiness without mentioning being loyal to that best friend of yours. Intuition might be might appear as a silent voice that speak louder than words, or it can be an invisible picture that you can only see with your eyes closed. However, doesn't matter how you connect with it, you cannot deny it exists. So today I am with my friend and author, Alex Anselon, and I would like to tell you a little story on how I came about her. I was on Amazon looking for books about gemstones, and uh, precious crystals and it came about this book uh it had this beautiful picture of a girl with gemstones and it's a kids in the book yes a pet a pet i remember a pet
2: yes an animal
1: yes and i was with my daughter and so we both love the cover of this book and we find out that this book uh invites you to connect to your superpower and I'm all about teaching my daughter how to connect with her intuition how to always trust herself so I went ahead immediately and I purchased the book I bought it we read the book and she loved it so much that she wanted to take it to school so we, we sent I love her that. yes I <laughs> And then suddenly, you know how mm-hmm. small the world is, not only Miami, you and I came about uh, because you wanted to buy a birthday cake from me. Yes. And I, I read your name and it just rings a bell. And suddenly you're the author of that book that I purchased with my daughter on Amazon. Wow. Somehow. I, <laughs> I love
2: that. <laughs>
1: Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> Alex, we're going to talk about our uh, superpower intuition and how we can connect with it. Uh, she's going to tell us about her books and her methods and how she invites her clients and readers to connect through our or with our intuition through gemstones and crystals. Mm -hmm. So um, let's see, Alex, she's a wellness expert and author of the book, Using Gemstones to Connect to Your Superpower. Um, and you know, just like a, just like I said, I took it to school. Uh, this book is taken to classrooms, uh, is used in summer camps, uh, and by many parents to help children children learn how to connect with their inner strength. Alex also provides guidance and inspiration on how to enjoy a deeper sense of health, happiness. Uh, and she does this via live speaking events, obviously through her. Books and through this book, which is pretty awesome and it's so beautiful to look at. And she also has a blog called Spirituality and Wellness Made Simple she teaches that by creating simple shifts in our lives we can all have the ability to heal our lives and the world around us and that is a subject that i really want to speak with you about the relationship between our inner worlds and our our outer worlds Uh, sometimes there's like a missing link but i think that at the end of the day we're talking about exactly the same thing
2: yes Absolutely.
1: So let's just uh, dive into our conversation with Alex. I am so happy to have you here. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And I want to start by thanking you for having me on and admitting that I'm a super introverted person, which I told you (laughs) about, and that I'm totally nervous about public speaking. But I'm so grateful to be on your show because what I have to share is important. So thank you. And many of us. I think who are more sensitive souls are sort of, you know, shy and you know, earlier we talked about that beautiful you pulled the tarot card for me and it was all about, you know, just playing big and, you know, being ourselves and bringing bringing these messages to the world. So I love that.
1: Yes, how can we be of service? right yes. how can we p- be part of the solution yes. and uh you know I, I i like that you mentioned this uh you know because to the outside world it seems that maybe you know people hosting a show or doing or doing public speaking or having some sort of movement you know that our lives are always happy and beautiful and so butterflies and rainbows but in actuality you know most of our concepts and our uh, purpose comes from a not so happy place, you know, I like to share that, for example, um uh, I didn't come about the wild woman concept because it was just a suddenly moment of inspiration. Mm-hmm. My wild woman purpose, book, writings and movement, if you want to call it that, um it comes from the swamps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comes yes. My own swamps comes from my path of discovery, of surrendering, of letting go, of accepting, admitting that there is a time to slow down, to go with them and face those fears of ours that, to be honest, is, on, is the only thing that is stopping us from actually reaching out to our purpose. So with that being said, Alex, I want to know your background story. I okay. want to know. Where do you come from? And how did you come about the concept concept of intuition?
2: Okay, well, I got into nutrition, wellness, yoga and meditation about 25 years ago, something I was just naturally drawn to, but I didn't think I could have a career doing that at the time. So it was mostly just a personal exploration. Um, I really wanted to contribute to humanity in some way. So I thought about doing human rights work and eventually went to law school in California, where I was living at the time. And after that, I moved back east and started practicing as an attorney in New York City. But I started having major brain fog while in New York. And eventually i had to stop practicing law because physically my body just wasn't having it in anymore it wasn't in a in true alignment with who i am and i started to feel the effects of that so um, at the time i discovered health coaching and became an integrated nutrition health coach i also did a kundalini teacher training which i loved but still the new career path wasn't quite clicking and i was struggling really badly with brain fog, which was very confusing for me and humbling because I had been eating what I thought was a healthy and organic diet for so many years. I was a runner, I practiced yoga and self care. So I couldn't understand why this was happening. And um, this was going on for years. And at some point to make matters worse, I got really sick for an entire month from a trip to India. um, And when I, you know, started to feel a little bit better, I said, you know, I got to do something to boost my immune system. So I did something called stem cell mobilization treatment, but I had this really adverse reaction and started having severe panic attacks. And I was a mess, I was brought to my knees and it was a very low point in my life. And one thing that happened is that it made me slow down like never before. I had to drop my expectations of what I thought I should be doing more of and accomplishing more of. I had to stop comparing myself to other people around me who I saw as high functioning and I had to immerse myself in self-care which which was very humbling cuz if I wasn't producing or doing something, you know, high level, I I I had a hard time finding value in myself. So this made me end that. Um, So the self-care that I had to immerse myself in, including things, simple things like spending a lot of time in nature. I spent a lot of time meditating with my crystals, doing my Kundalini breath work and a lot of other self-care practices in order to heal these ongoing panic attacks and depression that had developed very deep depression. Um, And it really forced me to go back to simple ways of being, and simple healing practices, which were deeply healing for me, and proved to be the most powerful (laughs) in my life. So I realized the power of these simple things and not to overlook them, you know, as you know, irrelevant or not as important as they really were. And interestingly, it was during that time that I discovered my love for writing and creating books as a way to share what I had learned with others. And this creative process was deeply healing and grounding for me. And it was the first time in my life that I felt this deep satisfaction in what I was doing. So I wrote my first book, Using Gemstones to Connect with Your Superpowers, um, because I wanted to... had always collected rocks as a kid and as an adult and had been collecting and using crystals for years. But until my health crisis, I never gave this interest much value because I thought of it as a hobby. I'm like, what can I do with crystals and rocks, my interest in (laughs) crystals and rocks? Um, So I didn't think I could do it as a career. But being able to share their how they had helped me and their powerful healing qualities with others was something that you know, I really wanted to do. And I found it was a way to remind people of their deep wisdom and the power they innately, we innately have within ourselves. Um, I, I have eight nephews and nieces. I don't have children of my own, but I adore my nephews and nieces. And it was sort of like in honor of them, I wanted to share like, this is so simple, but it can be so powerful and uh so all the illustrations in the book are illustrations of of them actually they're so beautiful uh, thank you and it was so fun to you know create these beautiful images i'm a very visual person so that's how the book came about and now i'm working on book number two which is for adults and it's this beautiful vision for the future of humanity and steps we, be- we can begin to take to manifest it i've always had visions of this magnificent future, very future oriented in my thinking, and I just assumed I have a very vivid imagination. And I always ignored those visions and the importance of this calling to share them until now. Now, you know, after this health crisis, I realized, like, okay, this is my calling, I have to honor it and pay attention to it. So I'm really excited about this, this next book. So that's my
1: journey. <laughs> yes. And it's fascinating. <laughs> and uh, it's so interesting how all the journeys are parallel to, to each other. Uh, we all have our individual way of dealing with struggle and calling struggle a certain thing. You know, it might be, you're not happy at your job. It may mm-hmm. be, you cannot find your partner. It might be, uh, you don't like where you live. I mean, what, whatever it is uh, that you are struggling with, um, you might even be sick, right? Whatever it is that is the struggle. It has a the the journey is very similar. In the mm-hmm. case that is calling you to slow down and to go within, yes. uh, all the roads are gonna point out to the same direction because all the answers. All the wisdom, which is what you kind of like highlight from the connection with gemstones. That's what gemstones and rocks and and intuition itself brings out, the wisdom Mm -hmm. that you have within. That is what needs to be manifested in the outside world. And when that is not being manifested, that's when things don't work out, right? Yes. That's when we're not successful in our career. That is when, you know, we hit... You know, we hit our head against the wall every time that we come back from our work or job because we don't like it. It's when we're not happy, period. Right. Exactly. And exactly. and we tend to we tend to kind of like twist the story and say, oh, is that it's never going to happen for me? Is that I am not good enough? Is that uh, it's for others? It's so easy for others, but not for me. I have to struggle. Uh, you know, we, we kind of like go into this victim mode or blaming mode or thinking that we have no roads and not, not, not any options. within in mm-hmm. actuality, what that road is telling us is that there is a way to change things around. And that is by going within, because within is where the answers can be found.
2: Exactly. Right. Exactly. I think we have this social conditioning about how our lives should be and should look and it's so, can be so deeply ingrained in us that we have to unravel that and peel back these basic simple things that maybe don't seem like they are important in connecting us with our inner selves and our intuition, but they are essential and we have to, you know, give honor to them and, reconnect with those things
1: yeah and that's very interesting right because we think that our dreams and our emotions and our wishes and our desires are not important who cares yes. nobody else cares about them so why would I care about them oh it's stupid for me to wanting to be a writer and be a yes. published author and you know go out and be public speaking about You know, my thoughts and and my desires and why I came, you know, my my whole project about the wild woman. But the Mm -hmm. thing is, um, and you also brought brought up this uh, uh, concept about the future, right? Mm -hmm. And you visualize the future. And a lot of us tend to think that because we imagine something is stupid. But the way to materialize our wishes and our desires is by using that intuition power that we have to imagine the future. And then we can plan a road and we have a map to go towards something. But the first thing we got to do is believe in those things that we really, um, that are really important in our lives is that, you know, if we start comparing, obviously, (laughs) we're never going to win that. that, that, uh, That's right you know, the yes. competition, that, that game, whatever it is. But when we start really honing in, what is it that we like? What is happiness for us? What are our superpowers? What are our talents? What are our passions? What is my body telling me? We suddenly realize that we can imagine the life that we want to live. And that's, you know, and intuition has a lot of play in that, in that way of, of illustrating your future
2: yes absolutely
1: right yeah um, so so I, I like the fact that uh, you know we all have different tools to listen to our intuition uh, mm-hmm. I have the tarot cards and the Oracle decks and I like to read the tarot and and it's fascinating how I can uh, you know really tune into that dimension or into that wave and and see this you uh, information materialized through the cards and you have gemstones and crystals.
2: Yes. Right. Absolutely. So, why? I, I, tell I me more about that. that. <laughs> I wanted to say that I kind of see crystals as a tarot card because, you know, when I always say, choose what you're drawn to. And when you pick a crystal and you, I always look up the meaning. So I always recommend looking up the meaning and often you'll find it something that you need. So I love that about crystals. Um, I like to say that crystals are supercharged with Earth's powerful and wise energies. You know, we are nature. We're made of the elements of nature, and nature is infinitely wise and intuitive. So as most of us spend our times inside our home and we're disconnected from outside and nature, bringing crystals into our homes and lives reconnects us with these powerful Earth energies that can help tune us into our intuition. They're, I like to say they're like little unassuming energetic beings here to, here to reconnect us with our true nature and gently guide us back to our higher selves and remind us who we are. And I love that. And you know, the book is, is about simple ways to do that.
1: Yes, and I think uh, uh, each gemstone, each crystal has, like you said, it has a meaning Mm-hmm. And, and if we portray gems and crystals as the tarot decks, they also have a message. That's right. Yeah. Right. So how, like, how do you read the crystals or how can we implement crystals and gemstones in our lives?
2: Okay. Well, it's, you know, the easiest thing to do is just have them around, pick ones that are beautiful and have them around in your space. But if to go a step further and really, um, Connects with their power is when we, you know, look up the meaning and, you know, figure out what resonates with us. So we pick a crystal, look up the meaning, and then you don't have to write it down, but I like to, I recommend writing down what resonates with you because there's so many, you'll find that there's so many different meanings to each crystal, but you want to pick what resonates with you. Um, and The next thing to do is to cleanse your crystal and set an intention. So setting an intention is a a more powerful way to use a crystal uh, because you're sort of giving it a job in your life. So in order to cleanse a crystal, um, I like to keep it simple. Um, Moon cleansing is an easy way. It doesn't have to be a full moon but you can any night you can put your crystals on the window and cleanse them because they have old energies and you want to cleanse them each time you use them. So that's a simple way, simple way. You can also sage or Palo Santo your crystals. <laughs> so that's another way. And in my book, I talk about something called the purple flame meditation, which I love. It's like a divine purple flame that you can imagine going around and through your crystal, and then turning into water and washing away any old
1: energy. That is awesome. And I want to mention two things uh, regarding to what you just mentioned. First of all, did you know that back in the day, like, (laughs) before we had cars before civilization had paper and pen, the way to read the tarot, to call it something, uh, there will be these wise women and wise men looking mm-hmm. at the sky, and every time they will see birds flying, they will read the birds. Hello love or- that. They will take uh, a bunch of stones, uh, rumas, I think it's called. Uh, But before that, there was none of that. (laughs) There was no writing. So they will take a bunch of stones and just throw them on the earth and they will read how the stones fell on the ground. They will take a bunch of sticks. They will take branches. They will take leaves. They will see the clouds and, and just by observing them they were able to connect to that world we call intuition. And I think it's very important uh, for people to understand that when we are reading the tarot or when we are reading Oracle decks or when we are connecting with gemstones and crystals, although it might seem as a very mystical um, concept, this is not something woo-woo or, you know, uh, uh, invented out of no foundation. This is actually connecting to your intuition. And what that really means is to observe, uh, absorb, sorry, absorb the meaning of what resonates, which is something that you, you know, a word that you used previously, Mm -hmm. uh, what resonates with you. When something resonates with you, that is your intuition. Right. Yes. So when we pull the cards, um, it's not that I, I see messages on the air and I read it. Right. That, right? Yeah. There is like this little voice, uh, and there is this this invisible way of knowing what's right at that moment. And those that's what I call a moment of clarity in my book. Those are very uh you know, these are moments are so delicate that you know they can just disappear in thin air if you don't catch them, if you don't have the the stability, the alignment, the the steadiness, the 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 space to slow down and really absorb that moment of clarity that happens in seconds. So That's when right. we are connecting with the gemstones and the crystals and you read, you know, you can you can just pull the meaning from the internet and you read the meaning and and you know it might have five different meanings, but the one that resonates you, that is your We have to go into a little break and we'll be right back
0: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america nourishment and baked goods in the same sentence it's possible you'll want to visit pamela pamela wasabi bakery specializes in creating delicious desserts made with organic wholesome and exotic ingredients enjoy cookies brownies birthday cakes and even silky cheesecakes and the best part everything is vegan and gluten-free shop at PamelaWasabi.com. bite into our heavenly lavender cookie with roasted pistachio sink your fork into a slice of passion fruit cheesecake or a piece of our decadent vanilla almond cake with rose frosting oh and you must try our customer favorite a celestial chocolate chip cookie with charcoal salt Everything we have is delicious. We ship nationwide. And right now, you can use the code vegan to receive free shipping. Place your order today at PamelaWasabi.com. And remember to use the code vegan for free shipping. Pamela Wasabi Bakery. Eat more beauty. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely! It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You are listening to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. To get in touch with the show today, call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to radio at PamelaWasabi.com. Now, back to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. Here's Pamela Wasabi.
1: What's up, my friends? I am here with Alex Ancelone, and we're talking about intuition. We're talking about what resonates with us. We're talking about imagining the future we want. (laughs) That is actually, as simple as it sounds, that's actually the key to success. Imagine the life that you want and go and make it happen. And we have so many tools. We have so many resources to make make our life uh, blossom into the beautiful uh, flower that it is, Uh, gemstones, uh, crystals, cards, nature, meditating, slowing down, trusting yourself. These are all methods that we have uh, and they are so available. I mean, no one can be denied that this is accessible to you. So today we're discussing how to hone our intuition so we can uh, uh, fulfill our dreams and our desires because why not, right?
2: Exactly. Why not? <laughs> exactly. That's what we're here
1: to do. That's what we yeah. do. Yeah. We're here to to be happy. And, and uh, the most interesting aspect of this whole uh, journey is that you are happy by being of service and you are of service when you're being loyal to your mission, your talents and, and your passion. So it's like a win-win situation.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. It's joy all around. So
1: why don't we uh, talk about that a little bit? Our outer world, world, and our inner world, and the connection that's between between those two worlds. So why can't you tell me about that?
2: That is very powerful, and it's something I discuss in my next book. Um, our outer world is a reflection of our inner worlds. The most powerful thing we can do for humanity is work on ourselves and get ourselves in a in a healthy, and whole. state, And that's going to reflect out into the world, I feel that that is what's going to transform the world. Um, Just, you know, focusing on ourselves, raising our vibration, learning to connect with our intuition, being, you know, true and authentic to ourselves. And in turn, that will, you know, manifest in the world and affect the people around us. And, And the world at large i believe
1: yeah being true to ourselves um and you know sometimes uh we have that little voice inside of us telling us to go the other way and we don't listen to that because we've been conditioned to think that it's impossible that it's not the right way that nobody else has done it uh we were mentioning before how we compare ourselves to others so we think that their way should be our way and although I mentioned also that our journeys are parallel, we have individual ways to discovering who we are. So mm-hmm. sometimes taking right is not the same for everyone else. Uh, sometimes taking left is the way. And in our life, that seems like maybe that left road is not what we, what we have been taught, or it's not common to see that in our culture. Um, you know, recently uh, I was part of this Um cohort, entrepreneurial cohort, and we have all these different women explaining their businesses. And um, one fellow uh, entrepreneur, she was mentioning how her business is to empower women to not get married so early. (laughs) Because in their culture, they've been taught that they had to be married like at 15, 16 years old and be a housewife for the rest of their lives. And so... When you you tell someone like that, that has been conditioned to believe that that is their future, it really takes a lot to to invite them to believe or to see that they have different options options and different choices. So um, I think what I'm getting uh, to is that sometimes when that little voice t- is telling us something that we don't believe is true, we go through this period of like cognitive. Uh, dissonance yes right and we are like but but that's not you know what i was taught that's not what i believe like nobody else is doing that but like i'm gonna be broke or out it's so i am so afraid of doing that right yes which is what we were saying before sometimes fear stands in the way of our success and it's because uh we we feel maybe that we don't have the structure or the strength to go through that path right right Yes, um, and and it's a similar story of the, what you mentioned. You know, we gotta face our fears, and and then we realize that oh wait one second uh, I can, all everything that I have discovered through my journey is actually a gift, yes. and it's a gift not only to me but it's a gift to the world.
2: Yes, right. It connects with that, and you connect with that. You know, those callings, things open up in ways that are unimaginable. Like I never you know, thought that, you know, the inspiration would flow in and things in my life would start flowing better when I allowed these callings to, you know, when I gave them importance and allowed them to, you know, manifest in my in my daily life. So a lot of us, you know, do have that fear of leaving the the regular reality world to follow our callings. Um, But I believe that that's how we are going to manifest a more beautiful future for all of us, for ourselves and and for others, is to listen to these callings because that's where the magic is.
1: Yes, and now that you're mentioning callings, I, I you know this is a question that I get often sometimes in in my uh, lectures. Uh, you know, people ask me, "Well, but how how do you know? <laughs> how do you know when it's your intuition and or your repeated?" a pattern of thoughts. How do you know when it's not your ego and it's actually that little voice inside? Like how how can you tell? Uh, w- w- what's your take on that? That's
2: a good question. I think that when it's ego there's more fear associated with it. When it's your intuition, I think there's more of an ease and a joy and a bliss about it. I think it's just a feeling, a difference in the feeling and and You know, becoming sensitive
1: to that difference. Yeah. Um, So let's like, let's portray an example, right? We gotta um, make a decision um, or take a decision. And uh, let's say I need to know if I should leave my job, right? And I have two different choices. Uh, one: stay in my job. It's uh, very well paid, but I'm working twelve hours a day, and um, I don't get to see my daughter. And mm-hmm. uh, I have to travel very far. But I'm making a million dollars a year, let's say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Option two is I have to. I will quit my job, and I will move to Massachusetts, Massachusetts, and live near, near live near the forest, and write mm-hmm. books and. Uh, Uh, which is what makes me happy, right? Mm -hmm. I will struggle for a little bit, let's say, but uh, I am financially stable, so I know that I can do it for a little bit and try it out. What to do, you know? So you start with the pros and the cons. But my question to you is, um, if I I need a set of, of, of tools, if I need certain practices or lifestyle changes to know which decision to take, what will you recommend so I can center myself, align myself with myself and know uh, which way to go? Uh,
2: Well, I think that there are different things we can do to strengthen that intuition. So a foundational thing is eating healthy whole foods. If we're eating junk, we're gonna have junky thoughts and emotions that are gonna cloud that decision-making and our intuition. So that's a foundational thing. time and nature. Um, as I mentioned, we are nature. And the more we can align ourselves with those rhythms, it will activate our own intuition, um, our own, you know, natural rhythms and trust in ourselves and what our path is. So outdoors is, you know, as much time as we can spend outdoors is important, even if it's not a lot of time. I like to recommend just, you know, standing outside and engaging our senses when we are outside. So feeling the air caress our face and noting, noticing the smell of the fresh air, listening to the sounds, um, looking and appreciating the beauty of nature, just being present in nature is a powerful way to connect with our intuition, where we can make better decisions from in our life. Um, one thing that I always did as a child is stargazing. I'm a huge stargazer. I would look at the stars as a child, feel the energy of the stars, and and I would actually ask for guidance, either generally or with specific issues. And I was surprised when all of a sudden this intuition would these messages seem to be flowing in and I would start writing about it and all this wisdom would come through. And I think that's a simple, powerful way as well.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a simple things.
2: Yes. Those simple things. Um, Meditation. Currently I'm doing transcendental meditation, which I happen to love. And for me, that just, you know, centers me me and connects it connects us with that cosmic consciousness. That's where our intuition is. It's our intuition. Um, so that's beautiful. There's something in also Kundalini meditation, a breath work called the one minute breath meditation. That's great for helping us develop our intuition. It's very simple. Um, you're breathing. It's called the one minute breath, because you're breathing in for 20, holding for 20, and then exhaling for 20 seconds, but that is very hard to do. I can't even do that. So you can start with five, hold for five and exhale for five. And you can do that from three to five minutes. That's a simple
1: meditation. Yeah. Uh, so I think I was a little biased on my example <laughs> that I just created. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's hard to
2: answer, but I think there's grayscale in there. I think. You know, It depends um, where you're at in your life. Yeah. And,
1: Yes, of not? course. Uh, and But I just want to mention that there is no right or wrong answer, right? Exactly. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to be so biased. Uh, and I apologize for that. No, not but, at all. <laughs> yeah, there's no right but, or
0: wrong answer, but, um, that's right. Yes,
1: but my, my point is that when you're in those moments and you don't know what decision to, to make, uh, when you are able to align by going and spending time in nature, by connecting with yourself, by journaling, uh, but maybe going to your stones, or reading the oracle, or reading a book, or asking for guidance. Um, whatever decision you decide to grasp onto, it's gonna be the right one because it came from a from a place of grounding and a place of uh, honoring what you heard inside. That's so right. that will be the right answer. And it doesn't yes. matter if you wanna bank and work as crazy for, for two years. If you have the strength and the energy and, and it is what resonates with you by all means, go and do it. Exactly. Nobody can tell you it's right. Nobody can tell you it's wrong. It's your truth. It's your path. It's your life. It's what makes you happy. And you don't have to explain that to anyone else, right? Cause you are not living anyone else's life and nobody else is living your life. And you will say, you will see that by being a, a, loyal to your path, so many doors are going to open up uh, for you, right? Because you chose what, is, uh, what resonates with who you are. And that is just going to bring you closer to your purpose, your happiness, and who you really are. Like, it is, you know, like I was saying before, it's just a win-win situation. So when it comes to the material world, it doesn't matter what you do. Uh, the only thing that matters is that you're being truthful to who you are you know so there's many great lawyers but that was not your path your path exactly. was being a facilitator yes right uh, yeah. Of energy, which both are facilitators of energy, but in a different way. So, you know, our life might manifest in a in a physical way that is different to the eye, you know, to the to the human eye. But within, we're doing such a transformational and powerful work that at the end of the day, spirit doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, right. it doesn't matter to spirit what 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 way it is. Are you writing books? Are you singing? Are you are you uh, you know being a teacher? Uh, are you being a lawyer? Whatever it is, exactly, it's it's the it's the power of the work. That that you're doing and it's the passion that you have and it's your loyalty to loving yourself and doing that no matter what right it's just like going full force and saying this is what i'm gonna do and nothing is gonna change because i am being loyal to my true knowing to my true self
2: absolutely i completely agree that's the key
1: yeah um yeah so i think that uh i mean you know, at the end of the day, uh, it seems uh, I mean, we go through so many tumultuous <laughs> paths and journeys and we put ourselves in such a state of stress and anxiety. And I mean, it's just part of life. But at the end of the day, it's so simple, right? It's like going back to simple things. It, it, it's so simple. Um, I just think it really requires a, an amount of courage. Uh and trust in who you are. Exactly. Trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. In you to, to unveil that happiness and, and that path.
2: Yes. And self-love and acceptance. Like, like uh, you know, we discussed earlier, um, before, right before the show, we were talking about self-love and acceptance. And this was something that I had to learn, you know, to love and accept who I was and what these callings were. And I think that... That's you know a big part of of the process. When you learn to you know truly honor who you are, uh, then you can begin to you know follow a more authentic path and version of yourself. Uh, present a more authentic version of yourself in the world, and that's the most powerful thing you can do for yourself and for others.
1: Yes, um, so. You know, in, in, in the way that I uh, present my work, uh, I call all these uh, nuances and all these attributes of the Divine Feminine, uh, the, strengthens, the strengths of the wild woman, right? Uh, the wild woman for me is an archetype, is a representation of our Divine Feminine power. And, uh, you know, if you summarize it in one line, it's being loyal to who you are. So now that we're talking about intuition and that I bring in the Divine Feminine or the wild woman, Um, how will you put this different uh, or, I mean, we're kind of like talking about the same thing, but how do you see in your life embracing more of that divine feminine energy and uh, honing or tuning in to your intuition?
2: Um, For me, it is... You know, I like the word rewilding. I like the wilds woman because you're returning to your true essence and your true nature. Um, you know, and we all have different ways of doing this. Um, for me, it is my crystals and my meditation and spending time in nature. Um, you know, where I can begin to hear the whisperings of who I am and that, you know, feminine energy. Um and and embody like the more openness of the feminine energy and the you know allow for that wisdom to come through so all these daily practices um you know it's easy to skip over them but i feel like they are fundamental it's something that i honor and give time to every single day it's my priority um So these are ways in which I,
1: you know, connect with that wild woman. Um, Alex, uh, you mentioned before that one of the uh, methods that we have to tune into our intuition even deeper is to clean our diet or to eat more wholesome foods. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to understand that we are such a (laughs) dynamic kind of like a wholesome thing that doesn't stay the same and kind of like shoots energy all over the place. And yes. so we need to take care of our energy and our lifestyle choices. And so when it, when it comes to food, uh, for some, it's kind of like a, a strange concept to change the plate to align to who you are. Mm-hmm. But if we go a step deeper, what we're talking about here is energy, right? Yes, And And is that energy of the food is that energy of nature is that energy that we can find in even objects i think everything has energy um and i think you deal with that a lot when you're speaking about crystals and gems so why don't we just uh, touch upon a little bit about uh, on on that energy field that we have around us
2: yes well um as you said, food is energy and we are energy. So whatever the energy of the food is that we're eating, we're also, you know, absorbing that energy. So whole, wholesome type foods, you have to figure out what works for you we are all different. Um, and also um, crystals are energy and they actually happen to have a very stable molecular st- structure and energy vibration while our bodies have a more unstable molecular, st- we're more fluid, and there's more movement in the body. So there's this concept called entrainment, where our subtle energy body seeks to mimic the stable energy vibration of the crystal, which in fact, in, in turn affects our physical body. So that is how, um, you know, the energy of the crystal affects us and, and helps us.
1: That's so amazing. Uh, Yes. (laughs) uh, That is, that is, uh, it seems, you know, that we are in this magical world and we actually are.
2: (laughs) Yes, we are. And I love, I love emphasizing that because it is so magical when you peek, pull back the curtains of like regular reality and what we've been taught, you find this infinite field of magic and you know, miraculous things that, you know, we get to that through these simple things, through these simple practices
1: yeah and just to add a little bit more about the the food, food subject into our conversation just as we set intentions to the rocks and crystals to kind of like uh amplify the energy that we want to have around we can also do the same thing with food um yes. you know so one thing that i invite uh my readers to do is before eating a meal to set an inten- to set up an intention before the meal or to take three deep breaths before eating so, how important it is to realize that there is this electromagnetic field all around us, uh, and it has—it is very sensitive to our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions.
2: Absolutely, I I do the same thing before I eat. I set the intention that this food is going to nourish all the cells of my body and uplift me, and by by being present to the that feeling of being uplifted and nourished by your food, that's you're more likely to have that happen. So that is a very important point you brought up that I think applies, we can do that all day long, um, to just be present and be with these, you know, be with our intentions and infuse them into whatever we're doing. One thing I've been doing recently before I go to bed is putting my hands on my heart and my stomach and sending loving intention to every cell in my body, thanking my body for everything it does for me, for (laughs) keeping me healthy, bringing me through this life, connecting me with the magic of life. And it is so powerfully
1: healing and grounding um, yes. Yeah. That, that, and that is the power of our intuition. If you right. can imagine it, you can make it happen. And our thoughts have strength and power, either they are negative or positive so pay a lot of attention to how you're talking to yourself to what you're saying to yourself how to how you see yourself in the mirror be very sensitive to that because you have an immense power within that can work either way however you want to manifest it it will manifest itself with the intention that you set up to um alex we run out of time i cannot believe an hour has already Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, please tell us where can we find um your book and your next book Okay, well,
2: my book, uh, my crystal book, is on Amazon. It's available on Amazon and um, most, you know, bookstore sites uh, where you can buy other books. So you'll find it um, in many different places. But Amazon's the easiest place to find it. Uh, my next book is going to be hopefully coming out sometime next year. It's uh, it's a it's taking a life of its own. So, you know, I'm not um, big on deadlines, so I'm just
1: (laughs) working through it at my own pace. Um, well, find uh, Alex Ancelone at her website, alexanselone.com, so you can connect with her. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And for I just want me. thank you. And I just wanna leave you guys with a quick line from my book about the wild woman and our intuitive tower. And it is a wild woman is caring, loving, nurturing, flexible, playful, receptive, curious, and intuitive her life is powered by the desire and manifestation of love and beauty. So I hope that is the message that resonates with you today and go and make your life happen. Thank you for being with us today. Love yourself crazy. And I see you next Wednesday.
0: Thank you for tuning into nourishing the feminine soul. Be sure to join Pamela Wasabi for another edition of the program next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until our next show, have a beautiful week.